ready. Hi there. We're having a bit of a on-location podcast today. We're sitting down with Finney and Dom from the Mahones. How you doing? Hey, how you doing, guys? Right. Awesome, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, rarely do we take the uh, Green Room podcast outside of the Green Room, but we're here at the mansion tonight where you guys are playing. Uh, we wanted to get you guys into the Green Room because... Uh, maybe, next, maybe next time. We like the big comfy couch. <laughs> but at the same time... You guys just don't seem to stop. So here you are at the mansion in Kingston. This is like uh, stomping grounds uh, for you, Finney, especially, right? This is where yeah, it all... we started the band uh, in Kingston 25 years ago. So yeah, we, I lived here uh, when I, I came. I was in England from '85 to '90 to '90, and I went to high school here at KCVI, and I started the band in 1990, and I was here until '95, and then I moved up to Toronto. So yeah, the, the, band, the first five years of the Mahones was a uh, Kingston-based band. Where was that first gig at? The Toucan. The Toucan. <laughs> yeah. Where yeah. else would it be? Where else, Where else would it be? Yeah. You just put the CD yeah. down on the table that's in front a new of album us right here. There. That's the hunger and the fight. But you guys, it's a two-parter, though. It's yeah, if two. you don't have part one, I'll get you part one. <laughs> we have it here, too. But that's part two. That one's basically about New York City. You just and tricked me. It's a punk me. rock album. There's oh, no CD oh, inside. Oh, you just tricked me. That was a good so one. He wants, to, he wants you to beg for it. That's, that's <laughs> what's going on? I don't on know here. where the CD is. See how the interview uh, goes first. I don't know how that happened. It, yeah, might, well, have, it might have fallen out. Might have fallen out. Here. We'll fix that. You just sell the covers, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay and extra for the actual. Home and they open up. And there's no CD inside. <laughs> Flawless business. <laughs> that old trick, you know. So when you have a two-parted, there's it, it needs to be two parts of a theme. What is yeah. the theme? Well, if you don't know the story about it, it's the first ever double concept album in Irish punk. And it's also probably the first ever double double concept album. Now, here's what I mean by that. It's I call a, it the Dublin Double. Yes, yeah, the Dublin, Dublin double. double. Nice. Basically, it's uh, there's two concepts. The first concept was to show the how Irish folk music morphed itself into Irish punk music. So if you start at the first CD, it starts off with the fiddle and traditional music, and by the end, by the end of the CD, it's full on stiff little fingers. You know. Yeah. So we we so you can listen to the sound build itself up to Irish. The first one's more folky and ends punky at the end, yeah. and this one's like pure Irish punk right into hardcore. It's right sort of like a you know roots I mean? odyssey. So it's a roots you know? odyssey. You know nice one, Dom. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> what it is, a roots odyssey. And then the second concept is the first one is about Dublin, my home city, where I was born. And we tell stories about uh, in, in, you know, over the hundreds of years, last hundreds of years of the Irish people from building the railway to uh, you know, prisoners, political prisoners to, uh, you know, all we touched down on the story of Oscar Wilde, you know, we touched down on these little stories. Yeah. And then part two, the, the Irish come over on the coffin ships to New York City and we tell stories of that and then we tell about the Irish Brigade, the fighting 69th, John F. Kennedy, all that kind of stuff, you know. So it's more modern times, you know. So we tell the Irish stories from the, the first, last king of Ireland, Brian Beru, Right up to John F. Kennedy and the music styles, right up to stiff little it's fingers. Like a and two part history lesson. Yeah, almost. so we're giving yeah, you a history not, lesson yeah. in the music cool. and showing you how it progresses, and we're giving you a history lesson. It's like an audio. Any Irish people, and basically based around two cities, Dublin and New York City. And that's why the American flag on the cover, you know? You're like, why is it on the Canadian flag? It's like, because it's not about yeah, Toronto. It's, story. <laughs> it's about New York. The fucking album. You know, it's a, it's a story, you know, so it's, you know. Very it's a thinker's record, but it's very yeah. easy to understand. Yeah, you gotta punk, read the yeah. read the intro. You'll get there it, you go, and then it, it makes it all sense. it all hangs together pretty nicely. I then think. you go, "Fucking genius!" <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> the uh, the band itself uh, kind of started on a whim back in the day. 
all those years ago here in Kingston. Like, how did that? How did it all come together? Like, it was kind of a off the cuff sort of thing. It was. It was uh, Barry Williams who owned the Toucan at the time. He's uh, a father of Kevin Williams, who lives here in Kingston, who's played with the Mahomes and Barry, who played with us. Uh, they, um, he wanted me to put a, a band together for St. Patrick's Day. Simple as that. And uh, Appropriate day. And he wanted to play the drums, and I said, that's great. And so I was going to play the guitar, and we got a couple other musicians. Joe, the late Joe Chitlin played the bass. St. Joe. Uh, who else we have? I think Dave Allen was on the fiddle. And Richard Bergman from Weddings Parties Anything was on the other guitar. And uh, we, the five of us did the first show. And it was a one-off gig, never to be ever done again. And it went over so well. They had us come back to do another show. And then the bar across the street wanted another show. Then the bar around the corner wanted a show. Then the bar out of town wanted a show. Then the bar in Toronto wanted a show. Then a bar in New York wanted a show. Then a bar in Amsterdam wanted a show. And, and here we are. It just like 25 it. years later, we're back in Kingston again. A band. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them we've the gone story. nowhere. But we've been all, we did what, 30 countries uh, this year? We've been all circle, over the world baby. this year. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, it's you crazy. guys, yeah. uh, I, I follow you on the Facebook and the Twitter and everything. You are. I've never seen a band that's more international. Next, you're in Prague one day, and then you're in wherever. Los Hel Angeles the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Helsinki, yeah. like <laughs> left, right, and center. Well, it's funny you say that. We were remarking on the, I mean, you get off a long tour, and you're like, where have we been? You know, you it's, can't it's, even remember where you've been. It's where been have we been, you know? kind of thing. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, being braggadocio or anything. No, no. It's just like. It is a whirlwind. Like every day, you're practically in a different country, especially Europe, because they're so close together. Yeah, we were right? just talking about that today, we were Dom just and I. About that, yeah. And we we're like, "Fuck, you know, we did so many tour dates this year all around the world." Like, I'm like, I can't remember any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I can only remember the last. The last. We remember the last gig in California last month. We played in Los Angeles. I remember that one clearly, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, but everything else is all fuzzy. You know, but that's because yeah. you're going so fast. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. you don't have time to. I mean, really, you can uh, concentrate and, and focus in on them all when you know see a picture and I stuff. Simulated, but when you just look at this, the sheet of paper yeah. with the names and the cities, it's, it's like. I will say there's a lot everything. of stories come back uh, after a, a period of time. Yeah, they come you back. You remember yeah. like six years six ago years when you had the breakfast oh, dinner, <laughs> particular tour of them. Seriously, so, like random. Yeah, it yeah. does come back. But uh, you know what? We're, we, you know what? We love we, it. We, you can think yeah. about it every town right. around the world, and I can... I, I remember them all vividly, and that's the best part. You know, like yeah, each, I've been there, been there, been there. Each been one there. Has and that's what we do this specialty, too. right? Yeah. We played music. The, the original Actually. goal for me 25 years ago was to tour the world. And to get a credit card, and I have two credit cards, and I tour the world. Congratulations! All the time. <laughs> yeah. Modest so aspirations. I, I'm I successful. Love it. In, in my, I've achieved my goals. There you know. go. Once and I made 15 <laughs> albums along the way. <laughs> 15 albums, and you also you play so many diverse gigs because you say you're playing shows with up to 10,000, over 10,000 oh, people. We've done gigs up to 50,000 people. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, there's bigger gigs than that that we haven't done. Like, but yeah, like. Your standard festival is about ten thousand people, and usually ten to thirty thousand, fifty thousand, yeah, in around there, you know. So, uh, hands down, though, the biggest show, the one that you remember, uh, that stands out. Well, we played to about twenty thousand people in uh, on the top of Switzerland, Switzerland uh, the Swiss Alps, in oh, yeah. August. Was... We were headlined a festival oh, yeah, with yeah. Flog and Molly uh, in uh, Sion, Switzerland. 
It's called, it was called the Guinness Irish Festival, and it was just fantastic. Yeah, that was a whopper. That was great. We also did a 50 one. Years of Disney, which had quite a lot of people. That was in Toronto. Nathan Phillips Square like, and beyond oh. that. Like, nice. Packed. That, that was my first big show with the Mahomes. We did the Rebellion uh, Punk Rock Festival in uh, Blackpool, England this summer. And that was all, great. All, all yeah. the legends were there. Cox Bar, uh, UK Subs, you the had Damned, like, all those kind of bands. At least 50 so to 100 nice classic to, punk bands. Yeah, uh, you got to try harder in the smaller shows. Yeah, you do. To, to, because the people here, they they kind of suspect more. When you go yeah. on the big stage and there's 20,000 people, you can go, Hello, yeah. Amsterdam! Like and any, they'll all go, yeah. Any small gesture no matter is what, a big right? gesture. You can wave your it's arm very, and it's like a big gesture. That's kind of like part of the ritual, you know? Exactly. Yeah, Whereas right. here, you, you go, Hello, you don't think cricket. Cricket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, you, yeah. you got you to you gotta give them a good show here. You got to I guess it's step up your game sometimes when you're, when you're under that, that close of... Uh, yeah, because the, the yeah. intimacy turns into scrutiny if you're not, if, <laughs> yeah, if, if you're yeah. not connecting, right? Yeah. Whereas a big show, yeah. you, you don't really <laughs> if you, know. Yeah, if you're playing you, bad, you can't get away. I mean, you know by the, the audience reaction, of course, but... <laughs> when do you guys take time off? Because uh, like We're doing I it right say, now, actually. This is a month <laughs> off right now, actually. That's why we came uh, to Kingston, to the right. hometown, because yeah. the album just came out. We haven't done a gig yet, so we thought, you know, the best place to come and play one would be here in Kingston, right? So we, came, we, start, we usually start off our tours here. So we came here to do the first gig on the new album, and that's the reason we came. There you go. <laughs> There's no tour dates at all this month. Hunger, we tour. We tour next month. Hunger yeah. in the fight too. Uh, you recorded in New York. Was it New York? No, we recorded it in. Uh, where did we record it? Toronto. Uh, Toronto. And, okay. and we mixed it in Calgary. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 And when when you go in to record, like with with uh, the subgenre of like being like a Celtic kind of Irish punk rock band. Uh, is there anything specific? Like, do you use like a tin whistle? Like, how do you prepare to mic up a tin whistle? Well, you use a mic like this one here, okay. and you just record him after. He doesn't record with the band; he records after the band is done. You know, because he wouldn't be able to compete with a drum set in the studio. Right. So basically, how we do it is, we, me and Dom lay down the tracks, and then we add the bass and the accordion and the whistle after. You know. You guys have had a live off the floor album, though, did you not? You had a album you recorded we, live with 5,000 people or something like that? We have two live albums. We have one live in Toronto from 2000, and then we have one live uh, two years ago from live in Italy. We, were, we played in an arena to 5,000 people is in, uh, where was that? Balzano. Balzano? Yeah. Italy at the Rock. Was that tough of a Rock I Am Ring Festival. That was quite something. And we played the, we played the Saturday night, and Suicidal Tendencies did the, the Friday night. And we recorded our show because I remember when we got there, the, the, the PA system was all like brand new stuff, really high quality gear. So I was like, oh, you know. <laughs> so I, I, I had a meeting with the, the, uh, the technicians and we set up a recording unit and I didn't tell the he band. He didn't tell the band. I mean, and I'm glad <laughs> and he they, didn't They tell played me. fucking yeah, great, you know. And, and I got the whole thing on tape. You know, you go. So I took well, it back to Toronto, mixed it up. It's just, you know, it cut in a, a couple <laughs> of songs to make it, because it was pretty long. For concert, me, it would have know? been an added pressure, but yeah. I mean, I, I always try and give 110%. But I, I think I had a hard time that night. Oh, I thought one I of the best. But then when I heard that it, night was him. Dom, well, when I Dom heard it, I was like, "He's being wow. modest." Wow. Yeah. And I, I mean, no. he's always that way. But that's just the way I am, you know. So. How do you guys know that you, at the end of a performance that you have nailed it? Like people are walking out of that venue going. That was awesome. Well, there's two ways. No, it was the end of the performance. If the room is empty, you're not doing good. <laughs> and if, and if, and if the room no is full there. and they want an encore, you did a great job. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't use the empty rooms anymore. Oh, that was back. 
Back in the drinking uh, days of the old days when uh, what we thought drinking and playing <laughs> was off stage work, work, went yeah. well together. When, uh, when as an actual fact, they don't I go know. well together at all. No, even if the show's not going well, you, you know the, yeah. the job is as a professional entertainer is to make it go well. Make it just go, do what yeah. it you takes know, to make it go well. To will so it? To yeah, get yeah. them going. You know, well, we've we've yeah. played to you know rooms with people with their arms folded for the first song, and that's that's a challenge, right? Yeah, like, come on, let's let's. Let's yeah, go. Rush. That, that, that kind of audience is the one that is challenging you, though. They're like, well, exactly. make me unfold but my dude, arms. I'd, I'd say nine out of ten times. in East Germany. <laughs> by the time... Is East Germany the toughest crowd? Because I would say... <laughs> no, I was just kidding when I said no, that. No. But, you know, in Berlin, well, Berlin can be tough. I mean, we have a big fan base there. We've been playing there for years, so it's not hard. But I remember the first time in Berlin, like in the folded yeah, arms, yeah. like you, folded certain, arms, yeah. certain places, like the biggest like, cities are all like Toronto, sort of seen it all, New York, kind of, you know. Paris, Berlin. Yeah. They're, 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 you can usually be the toughest. You mentioned the drinking days. Like, what were those days like? <laughs> oh my God. We honestly, we I don't, don't remember. remember. <laughs> <laughs> I always say the '90s is very fuzzy. Uh, uh, when people ask me about the '90s. Uh, we put out four albums in the 90s, remember that, the first four, and most of the songs were about drinking, because that's basically what we were doing at the time, a lot of it too, and uh, pretty fuzzy times, you know? If we had if we had if we had behaved better, we probably would have been more successful during that decade. But then again, I wouldn't change it for the world because I had a real good time. Got to learn you know? somehow, yeah. right? I had a great yeah, time. There you go. We wrote some hell of good songs back in those days, that which we still play in our show today, you know. So you know what, it, you know, things. Things happen for reasons. I'm Irish, born in Dublin, so I'm a I'm a filter for whiskey. You know, it didn't affect me <laughs> yeah. at all. I'm, I'm, I'm I look great for my age. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, it took me a lot of trials. But and I, I learned to, uh, I learned my lessons the hard yeah, way. Yeah, and, yeah. I did too. And I'm I know what not to do now. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have funges with one drink. Yeah. That is possible. You used to wake up in parks the next yeah, day after concerts. Used to wake up outside. <laughs> I'm and not kidding, days. you know, because yeah, you, know, I mean, so, you know, decisions. You, you can know, take that really, can really, really too far and end up nowhere. But you know, it, like Finney said, it does make for some interesting times and stories. <laughs> That's actually a lot of the stories. When we, when we, we you own, know, we're yeah. going to write a book because we have to because we have too many crazy stories, and I can't remember them right now, of course. <laughs> to, 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 but you know, you got to hear some of these. You'll come back and tell us one. It'll be the best read you've ever had. Like some of the things that we've done is is unbelievably insane. But you know. 25 years in the band, you know, you're going to have some crazy, yeah, especially right. an Irish punk band. Like, you know, it's going to be crazy, right? Living it right means you don't remember much. Yeah. Well, a lot of those stories are already in the songs. Yeah, like, if you yeah. listen to the records, you're going to find a lot of wild stories in there, you know? The 90s was a real fertile time for uh, for this genre of music, right? Like, that was... It wasn't for Irish punk. In the 90s, it was more of a Celtic music scene at the time, like uh, Ashley McIsaac, right. Great Big C, all that kind of stuff. Stuff. And and you know it was it wasn't the, the you know the Mahones, Flogamolly, the Murphys, the Tossers. That's really kicked off in the 2000s. So the first 10 years of our career, you know, the drinking decade, like I told you, we were kind of floating out to sea on our own because we couldn't really find a an island to fucking land on yeah. because uh, we were really uh, nobody nobody <laughs> was singing songs like Drunken Lazy Bastard and shit like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. just us. So we weren't getting invites to to Celtic festivals and. We weren't getting invited on the, the the Celtic television shows, and you know, Great Big C and Ashley McKay's and all these guys were getting all those invitations, and we were you know being having songs like Drunken Lazy Bastard and all these all this shit. We're like you know 
we were like, you know, but at the same banned from, from, from the club, you know what I mean? Like a little, we were the, a little we were the raunchy pirates, side, you know? right? Compared to the, uh, so, the kind But the of funny thing was, though, when, when the 2000s came around and Irish punk became a big genre with Flog and Molly and the Dropkick Murphys, people came to our band like, wait a minute, these guys have been around for 10 years and they were singing all this shit 10 years yeah, before the these guys were. <laughs> so we got a lot of instant success all of a sudden from that on a worldwide level. Cool. You know, because we had a decade before everybody else, you know, and uh, pays to stick so around. Then, you know, we were just we were just out of time, you know, a decade, you know, but when, you know, it all aligned itself. Give you know? some time to get the kinks out a little bit. Yeah, we just got in there early, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, when you're digging the ditches, you never know when you're gonna hit the fucking uh, the pay dirt, right? Yeah, maybe never. <laughs> but we're still digging. digging. We're still digging. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, '90s was good for music, though. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of good shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. You well, know, there was a lot of good yeah. punk rock in, in, in Canada. Did you guys do any shows like outside of the sort of the Celtic rock or punk rock genre? Like, oh, did you team up with the Headstones at any time? Or nah, not really. Uh, no, we never played the Headstones. We, we, you know, I went to school with Huey and I went to school with the guys from the Hip and that stuff at KCVI. But we've never really, besides playing together in school bands and stuff, we had some school bands. We never actually played or toured together ever. We're all very different bands, very different genres. You still talk to those guys? Still keep in touch? Uh, you know, if I saw them, I would, but we don't keep in touch anymore. So if you see yeah. them, say hi. Hey, we'll go on, hey, They're listeners, guaranteed. Hey, Rob. Yeah. All the lads. How you doing, you say boys? hi wherever the fuck you are. Yeah, we might actually, to be honest, we might actually be a better chance to run into them. Than yeah. You guys, yeah. yeah, we never see them, but, you know, say hi for us Once if you see them. the blue moon, yeah. Yeah, yeah we sure. like them. Yeah, good lads, though. Uh, Finny, Dom from the Mahones, thanks for uh, sitting down with a chat with us. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I look forward right. to uh, checking out I'll get the, you part one and part two, yeah, so you can part have the whole one thing. And part two. Uh, so we might have live in Italy here, too, so. Oh, excellent. The Hunger yeah. and the Fight is... Uh, out now and uh, they're playing here at the mansion tonight and they can follow them you can follow them on uh, the facebook and the twitter yeah we're um, on facebook twitter uh the mahones.co and uh we've got a youtube channel uh youtube slash mahones music for all our videos yeah awesome you, we're all over the you just type our name into the google search <laughs> the google search <laughs> it's the we're all over the internet <laughs> we're we're pretty interactive it's modern yeah. times you know? no matter how illiterate you are on I the computer know. as long as you can get yeah. to google.com you can oh, yeah. find it you're pretty good yeah, you're, you're good set. there's no excuse you know, i'm you thinking about all these university students today and how easy life must be you know because oh, when right. i went to school you had to read a book you know you had to go to the library. Go to a library you had to go to the library yeah. get the information now you just yeah. type now no you, you googleize everything like googleize it get the out. that's what we call it. It's the buzzword. Awesome, guys. Uh, Thanks again. Hey, thank Rock you and roll, very man. Much. Thanks, guys. Have a good show tonight. Cheers. The Green Room Podcast is powered by 420 Kingston and 420 Session Lounge and Micro Shop. Kingston's number one destination for all things 420. 420. Get more from Big Chris, archived podcasts, music blogs, and more at BigChrisRadio.com.
I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.